Welcome to part two of this amazing interview with my dear friend and my personal health and life coach, Chelsea Haynes. If you missed part one, I think this part two will still make sense because part one, we really just mostly talked about the little shifts that she made to experience such rapid growth on Instagram that has actually led to more paying clients in her program. And then this part is really more about preparing your nervous system for growth and for a subconscious modality that she does that I have personally used many, 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 many times that I love called Orpheus to help you kind of I don't know how to, she explains it better. I'll let her explain it. What, how the subconscious therapy works. And it's something that you can do after, if you've had a video go viral or like after the trolls come out to kind of, you know, bring yourself down. So here's part two, and I cannot wait to hear what you think. Welcome to Holistic Marketing Simplified, a podcast for health and wellness professionals looking to simplify their marketing. I'm your host, Molly Cahill, and this podcast is brought to you by Holistic Marketing Hub, our hybrid program that supports you with personalized coaching, caption templates, and virtual classrooms. In this program, we teach health and wellness professionals how to fish, but we also bait their hook. Head to holisticmarketinghub.com to learn more and use code PODCAST for $100 off. You can find full show notes, resources, and more at mollycahill.com slash podcast. Okay, Chelsea, I am back with you for part two. So if you missed part one, then this will still make sense on its own. You don't have to go back and listen to it. Part one, we really just talked about more about Chelsea's story and how she just like uh, over the last two months has blown up and gone from 10,000 followers to 22.8 thousand. Mm-hmm. And, um, that has, you know, translated into new business in the door. And, mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of what we spent the first episode talking about, but this part two, we're really going to hone in on the, your brain, yeah, <laughs> talk about I love it. some really cool subconscious tools that you can use on yep. your own. And, uh, to kind of get over that, a, like that fear of being on camera mm-hmm. or that fear of showing up and be the fear of the trolls, the fear yeah. of cancel culture. What are people going to say? What are people going to think? And so we're going to dive into that on this episode. So welcome back, Chels. Thank you. I'm super excited. And yeah, I think it's, you know, for anyone listening in part one, we, we also talked about the logistics, at least what I personally did to get ready and prepared. And then also for those floodgates to finally open. I mean, I've, and just to give perspective, for 10 years, I was building that account to 10K. And then in the last eight weeks, I've doubled it to 22.8. Right. And we're still on a very, I mean, I was 22.7 just before we started this episode. And now I'm 22.8. So it's been 100 followers in the last hour. So like it, it's, on a, it's on a wild growth. Yeah, exactly. So I talk about the logistics of what I did to do that. And now, you know, I think it's really important because there was still definitely a piece of me that one viral that one reel that went viral, I did have some trolls that hopped on there. And, and first well, off, like, can we just say how funny it is that like, I know. not funny, it's actually sad. It to be sad. honest, it truly is sad that there are people and this is just the reality on the World Wide web that are sad and that are lonely and that the only thing that gives them like a little bit of a dopamine hit throughout the day, maybe because they're dealing with depression is to quote unquote trigger people or to be an ass. And um, that happened. It happened to my reel. And I think it's really relevant. I think first off, maybe let me just share this story. And then I'm going to share with you what I did to recover from it and also share what you guys can do. 
you talked about the logistics of growing your account. I just want to say this before you yeah. you share what happened. I you talked about the, one of the first things you did before you blew up was you prepared your nervous system for growth. So this is really yes. cool. This is like the perfect like I wish I had had these tools. Like I feel like I would yep. not that I'm not happy with where my business is and the growth that I've had, but like I've realized that stepping into that next level I have this fear. Like, I don't even think I realize I have the fear, but I did like realize I have the fear just because we've also had some clients go viral. And like, it's like, you have that empathetic, like feeling for them. And so before you tell your story really quickly, I just, um, I think a lot of my audience will resonate with this text I got from one of my clients. Mm. It says, hi, Molly, it's Dr. So-and-so. So one of the reasons I have a hard time making reels and videos is because when they get going, the haters come out. I don't know why, but it gives me anxiety, mostly about having to defend pediatric chiropractic and all the wonderful things we do. The reel this morning has some very mild comments, nothing concerning. I responded to one. My question is, what is the best way to handle the negative comments? I want to get past my anxiety around this. Thought you might have some pointers. Sorry for the long test. And I was like, oh my gosh, definitely have to have Chelsea on. So now, like, like I said, I think so many people can resonate with this. And so- your reel was literally just sharing some basic gut health morning mm-hmm. routine. That was it. Yeah. And it wasn't even like gut health. It was more just like overall, it was Ayurvedic based um, practices that I've done for 10 years to support mm-hmm. my autoimmune and, um, you know, my skin and my gut health. It's just really basic stuff. And it, it was a viral or it was an audio that had also kind of gone viral. So that I think is important to know. I had used an audio that was blowing up. And people resonated with the audio. So that helped. And it's funny, there's like two different kinds of haters, right? There's the people that come out trying to protect what they think they know, right? For example, the pediatric um, doctors who, or the people who don't understand pediatric chiropractic, and maybe they come in hating on adjusting what they believe that means, Mm -hmm. right? And they're trying to be like, to the best of their knowledge, protect the children from this like dangerous practice. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It's like yeah. So the so, vigilantes, the, uh... the vigilantes. Yes. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I had some of those people that were Ayurvedic based practitioners that were like upset that I hadn't mentioned Ayurveda, and and I like for me creating this, this was like I wasn't even pushing or selling anything. I was just showing some of my own personal practices. So there was that, and then there was one or two actual trolls proper that just wanted to belittle me. Um, and I had even texted you, Molly, a couple of days later, because of course I had an emotional reaction. I could feel the heat building up in my body. And for anyone who's ever been bullied in your life, you, you know, the feeling, you know, the feeling. So for me, it was very obvious where this was actually coming from. And if you go back to part one of this, we talked about working on super yachts and, and it doesn't matter where you live or where you land on the socioeconomic scale, but we, we all desire the same things innately as human beings. We need three things and that's to be safe, to be loved and to be accepted. And when we're creating content and we're putting ourselves out there in a very vulnerable kind of way, when the trolls come out, that is a threat to our acceptance, to the feeling of being loved because they are, this person's obviously not loving what we're creating and our safety to a point where sometimes it actually feels like a a real threat. Like, is this person going to find me and come Mm -hmm. attack me? And I know in the last few years of our lives, there was a lot of logistics and and reality to that. And a lot of people who were talking against the narrative and and actually feeling fearful of their lives, right? 
that feeling, that heat that builds in your face, the goosebumps that, you know, that immediate drop in your gut or your heart when it comes up to your throat. This is your subconscious brain saying, alert, alert, alert. We are in danger. Now, the difference here is that we know this is through a screen. This is perceived danger. My brain is perceiving a real threat here right now. And maybe that is, maybe there is reality to that too. Maybe this is, this person is a threat to my Instagram account. Maybe they're going to report me. Maybe account's going to get shadow banned. Maybe my account's going to get shut down, right? That there's a reality to that feeling, that cancel culture fear, right? So this person hops on and they posted three or four times in a row, three or four different comments back to back, just very nasty comments. This dumb blonde, she doesn't have any original thoughts, must be nice to like take advantage of people and like, you know, just, just the opposite of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now also the piece of me that's being triggered is, oh my God, people really might think of me this way. And, mm -hmm. and now I'm being deeply misunderstood, mm -hmm. which is also a really deep fear for so many people. Yeah. And I, I don't want to like mess up your role, but I just want to say yeah. first step is just to acknowledge that your brain is doing its job. Like, I think we see yes. that as a flaw. We're like, oh, yes. I wish I could just get over this. Yes. Why do I feel this way? And I'm like, if you don't have any anxiety around that, like that's a little more concerning. I think, yes. like, you know what I mean? Unless yes. you've done the work to get it. But you know, like in our hunter gatherer, like tribe days, if you weren't accepted, you probably died. So <laughs> you were shunned out of the group and yes. you know, it was pretty likely that a saber toothed tiger was going to come and eat you for dinner. Right. Yeah, so, right. So this is a natural, there's nothing wrong yes. with you. Yeah. That's why, that's why I get like, I've seen a lot of people address this and they're like, you know, have this macho response of like, well, I don't care what other people think. They're not paying my bills. Mm -hmm. And I get that. Like our logical brain says, yeah, of course that makes perfect sense. Yeah. But we're not ruled by our logical brain. Are we Chelsea? No, we're ruled by our subconscious. And I also think there's sort of a scary like slope to that where it can become so easy to disassociate from the emotions that you're feeling that you actually start to get confused of like, like, isn't it better to actually own and say, yeah, this is upsetting to me. How interesting, because this is a stranger on the internet. It probably shouldn't upset me, but it actually is upsetting me and be able to say, you know what, it's upsetting me because I'm an empathic person and because it's reminding me of times in my life when I was younger and I was shunned from my friend group or I was bullied or I was, you know, the same kind of scenario felt familiar. So it's important to remember that the piece of you that's responding in this moment is not your adult logical brain. It's your wounded and your child and your subconscious mind saying, we've been here before and it was really scary and it was really sad and we don't want to go through that again. So we're protecting ourselves. Mm -hmm. So yeah, let's just like, call that for what it is. Let's yeah. understand and invite say it in you. actually. And say, say, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, brain. Thank you for trying to keep me safe. I appreciate yes. you. Like, yes, yes. So that's the first step in the process, right? Like, okay, brain, I appreciate you. And for me, what this looked like in the moment was like, okay, I think we all also have, well, if you've got your first hater, that means you've made it right. That's like kind of like another another thing that we say to like feel better about the situation. And it's like, oh, but it does, it still doesn't really feel good. Like, why do I, why do I have to have haters in order to feel like I've made it in life? Or, you know, like that, that's, that's probably another thing that's keeping people back. Oh, well, I know I haven't made it until I have a hater, but I don't really want haters. That's not really that fun. So I also, in my personal journey was kind of playing simultaneously at the same time that has happened with this other side of me that was kind of dabbling with like, 
why do I always have to be the bigger person? Why do I always have to be love and light? Like this person feels bold enough to come onto my page and insult me. Like maybe there's something to be said about insulting this person back, which I didn't do, but coming back with the same kind of energy. So I played with that. I did. And it actually... I kind of bullied the bully and I'm not afraid to say that because I'm not super proud of it. And I didn't put them down. I didn't insult them. I didn't call them names. I used that same energy. So there's a difference between like an empowered energy of force that's there for good versus like the sympathetic fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response, right? Like I'm not coming at you fighting or fawning. I'm coming at you with the same kind of forceful energy, but with light fueling it. So I chose that because I was like, I'm not really interested in backing down with this person and whatever. So I played around with it a little bit and I said things like, thanks for boosting boosting the algorithm for me. You know, your comments are help, you know, and I kind of, I'm a little, I was like, you know what? I'm the gutsy gal. I'm going to be a little gutsy here. And guess what? I'm sassy. That's like part of who I am too. So yeah. I'm not going to fawn or hide that piece of myself. But what I don't want to do is to look back on these comments and regret them. So like, I really wanted to make sure that I, again, didn't fall down to the level of name calling or insulting them, but I wanted to come back at them with that same energy, which felt really good at the moment. Now you guys have to do your own like self-reflection on that. In the moment, it felt nice. And I kind of like, I quote unquote, won the battle. Like they ended up kind of backing down and they blocked me instead of me having to block them, which felt a little bit like a win because the other scenario could have been, well, I'm just going to block you. But for me and my journey, that felt a little bit like disassociating not digesting what's happening here and not addressing the fact that this person just came onto my turf with guns blazing. Like, uh-uh, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. At least that's where I'm, where I'm at in my personal yeah. journey. I wanted to protect my content, my energy, and my community that I've created on Instagram because I hold it sacred. And it's a place where I feel like there's nothing wrong in defending that. But I'm not going to, again, stoop down to insults and injury, but I am going to stand up to this bullshit that's trying to come onto my page. Yeah. And yeah. And I told, like I was telling the the client who texted me, I'm like, you could do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. You know, I, depends on what kind of space you're in. I personally am like block, delete. Yeah. That yeah. feels like, oh. or you could respond with, here's the Instagram account for the better, better help. Like maybe yeah. you need a therapist. That's what I did. That's exactly what I said. Oh, it is? That? That's literally no, what I, I said. That. That's See, hilarious, Molly. That's so funny. Yeah. Because they were coming back at me and they're like, haha, coming from the person who's still engaging with me. I said, yeah, exactly. It's wonderful for the algorithm. And here's a resource that might help you, betterhelp.com. Literally, that's exactly what I said. You know, so eventually they blocked me and then I kind of sat on it and I was like, you know what? Okay, like, that was fun. I won the battle. I don't want to do that every time. That's like right, right. not my overall energy. That's just like, it was me playing with the quote unquote darkness from a, what, what I felt like from a strong and empowered and loving place. I did though stoop a little bit below what I desired to. And that's where I was like, okay, I need to stop this because I, now I'm, I'm bordering wanting to call this person a bad name. And I don't want to do that. Do that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So Eventually I did go back and I said, you know what? 
I want people to see this interaction and be inspired by it. So what I did was I posted, there was, there was a couple different comments, which are, are all still there. There was one comment where they posted and it was just a, a straight up insult. And it was like, poor, dumb, blonde must, must suck to never have an original thought, mm-hmm. something like that. And I'm like, first off, this wasn't an original thought post. This was a trending audio. So yeah. like, I don't even understand what you're trying to say here. So what I did was <laughs> I pinned that comment and underneath I said, this is harassment. I am pinning this so anybody who sees it can number one, send love and light to this stranger. I didn't say love and light. Send love and a prayer to this stranger on the internet who needs to put somebody else down in order to feel good about themselves. They must be going through something here. And that's really sad. And number two, so that anyone who has been on the receiving end of bullying, either online or in real life, can reach out for help because that is what I help people do with the subconscious work. Like, yeah, I think a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people know how to deal with these kind of comments. And I think by pinning this bullying comment, first off, it's like calling them out in a kind way. Like, all right, if you're going to put the comment there, I'm going to pin it. So you yeah. better be ready to receive because if I'm not coming at you, I guarantee any of these other people who uh-huh. love me and love my account are going to come back in my defense. So you like, you better be ready for the, yeah. the, the, the battle, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pin your bullshit <laughs> comment and I'm going to come back at you with love. And so that all the other people who see your bullshit comment don't come trying to bully you because in turn, that's what's going to happen. So that actually felt also really empowering um, by using this kind of darkness for light and saying, hey, I'm calling this out. This is harassment. Please send this person a prayer because for whatever reason, they felt called to say this nasty thing to a stranger on the internet. They must be going through something painful. And number two, here's a resource. If you've experienced this, Mm -hmm. let's talk about it. Have you talked about the funny reels that are like turning meme comments into inspirational quotes? No, I love that. I'll have to send it to you. It's really funny. And it's like put to that like um, Michelle Branch song. It's like making my way downtown. It's like, oh yeah, like flashes up the like really mean Mm -hmm. comments and they like put it over a quote. Like it's an inspirational quote. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, Okay. So let's talk about then. What did I do to get to that point where I could, yeah, where I could turn it into like me not being triggered anymore and actually maybe turn it into a source for good. Yeah. So I did subconscious healing on it. So the tool that I use is called Orpheus Mind Technologies. Um, I'm going to send you the link and I have a discount for it. This is not an affiliate link. It's literally just a discount code for your first month because it's a paid app. Um, go, You can find them on Instagram. That's probably the best way to do it. Orpheus Mind Tech. Um, and when you go to download their app, it's a web link that you can then save as an app on your smartphone. And when you go to check out, use code Orpheus Chelsea. And it will give you a discounted first month to try the tools. What I do in my coaching programs and my membership is I give you access to these tools in addition to coaching. Yes. So it, it's, it's, it's a wonderful tool because you can do it on your own. But sometimes what we can't see, we can't see until someone holds a mirror well, to it. Right. So I, I, as somebody who has used this tool, I mean, you first introduced it to me probably what, mm-hmm. 2020? Mm-hmm. I, I've shared it with so many people because it has just been mind blowing, life changing for me. And I, and I don't speak in hyperbole. I hate hyperbole truly. Like it's truly been, I've shared it with so many people because it's been so cool, but you're right. Like there are certain things that you're like, okay, 
And just so people know, it's a 12, 12 ish, usually minute track. Like there's different mm-hmm. links for different ones, but it's yeah. kind of like, let me explain like, it a little bit. Cause I think it would be helpful probably. Well, I was just going to say, sometimes you do need, like, sometimes it's easy to know what you need to do the track on. You're like, yes. I'm feeling upset because this person <laughs> called me a dumb blonde yes. on the internet. Okay. <laughs> and then other times you've helped me walk through, like, why am I so triggered when my house is messy? Mm. Why does it make me feel, you know, this cascade of negative yeah. emotions? I didn't really know what to do the track on. Yes. yes. So that's why it's helpful to get to those deeper layers of the onion. Yes. With a coach. So for anyone who's listening and they're like, what are they talking about? Tracks and onions and layers and emotions <laughs> and all these things. Yes. So what Orpheus Mind Tech is, is they are pre-recorded audio tracks. They are not just music. It's not just like sound waves or binaural beats, though those are part of it. There are also elements of other well-researched trauma-informed therapies like EMDR, EFT tapping, hypnosis, neuro-linguistic programming. So what the founder of Orpheus Mind Tech has done is he has taken the research from all of those different tools and taken like the most potent pieces of why they work so well in trauma-informed therapy and put them together into one cohesive track with, he's also a computer, he's not only a trauma-informed, well, like world-renowned therapist, he's also a computer engineer. So he has taken his, yeah, it's so cool. He has taken his knowledge of the human brain and combined it with his knowledge of computer engineering and looked at it like, okay, the software of our brain is operating in an old outdated version. Pretty much the software that downloaded our subconscious mind between the first zero and seven years of our life. We are now well beyond the first seven years of life. We need (laughs) updated software. So he's taken all of these tools, put it together and incorporated his own um, understanding of the brain and the computer and put it all into this one audio track that you can hit play on. And the audio tracks walk you through a sequence of instructions and essentially like rewriting limiting beliefs and thoughts so that you can have a better relationship with the thing that's triggering you in life. So there's a few really important things to take away from this. Number one, we are not forgiving a perpetrator. We are not making a past trauma okay. We are not asking you to betray a family member by no longer grieving them mm. if you've if you've lost them. But we are allowing your brain to understand that we are no longer in danger. Mm-hmm. That's such an really amazing important. distinction because I think yeah. I was talking to Matt about it, about like he has this like anxiety around like money and the budget. And I'm very much an abundant person. You know, I'm like, yes. I'm like, babe, you should do the track around. He's like, well, I don't want to like, just like be laissez-faire about money and not yes. care. I'm like, no. no, that's not what this does. <laughs> what I like to say is this isn't going to make you a wet doormat that people are going to walk all over. It's, it's not going to make you all of a sudden just go out and aimlessly spend all your money. That's not what's happening here. And that's a beautiful example, Molly. Thanks, Matt, for being the guinea pig. <laughs> what this is going to do, however, it's going to remove the emotional response to hmm. seeing the budget so that you can then use your logical brain, which is extremely smart, to make an actionable plan. And so hmm. that way you can choose where you want to spend your money from a less emotionally triggered place. Now let's bring this to an example, right? You're in a relationship, but like, let's go back to a college relationship. I'm sure that many of us can relate to this. I know I can relate to this. And something happened 
maybe your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your partner said, maybe they didn't respond to a text message and your brain went to panic. They're cheating on me. Something's happening. They're going to break up with me, right? There's perceived threat because this person didn't respond to your text message within five minutes. Now you start to spiral and you start to do and say things that make you look quote unquote crazy it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You start calling incessantly. You start reaching out to friends. You start doing all these things, asking where this person is because they haven't responded to your text message within five minutes. Now, all of a sudden, your partner is going to think, wow, you've lost your mind and they're going to call you crazy, which you're going to think back and think, damn, they're not wrong. I did just act a little bit crazy. But when you reflect back on how you were feeling in that moment, you weren't feeling crazy. You were feeling panicked. And literally there's an area in your brain called the Broca's area. If you haven't yet read or listened to the body keeps the score, 10 out of 10 recommend Dr. Bessel van der Kolk. Um, <laughs> does a lot. I love that. Does a lot of, he has done amazing research on trauma informed therapy and the trauma's effect on the body. But what happens is there's an area of the brain that shuts down. So if you've ever gone to that place, Molly, where you're like now going crazy, quote unquote, or you look back at an argument and you feel like, Either you have said or you have felt, I am losing my mind here. You didn't text me back. I didn't hear from you for a few hours. I felt like I was losing my mind. So I started reaching out to your mm. friends to see yeah. if they knew where you were. And in turn, you saw me as the crazy girlfriend, which became a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? What actually happened there was your brain went into a trauma response from something that happened, some type of abandonment wound that your brain perceived as trauma when you were younger. And the Broca's area of the brain, which controls logical conversation, blood stops flowing to that area of the brain and it literally shuts down. You can see it on a CAT scan. For real? Literally, 100%. It's so freaking cool. What Orpheus does is it rewires that quote unquote, crazy, crazy response or that emotional response to that trigger. You didn't text me right away. So I panicked. I went crazy. I thought I was losing my mind. It turns that part of your brain back on. It encourages blood flow back to that part of the brain. And it allows you to take action from a more logical place. Okay. What's the logical steps here? I know this person's patterns. I'm not going to freak out in five minutes, 10 minutes, even a couple hours, but maybe if it's been overnight, I should start reaching out to the hospitals or the police. Maybe something happened, right? That's a much more logical progression than my bar my, my boyfriend didn't respond in five minutes. I, I have to reach out to everyone that he knows and, and stalk him on Instagram and make sure he's not cheating on me and make sure that he's alive, right? Mm -hmm. Like we can come back to a logic. It doesn't mean that what your partner is doing is okay if they are cheating on you. It just gives you the power back to not quote unquote, lose your mind and yeah. quote unquote, be the crazy girlfriend, right? Same thing with money. If you're so emotional about the, the finances and every time you converse or you talk about the budget, your blood pressure increases and your stress goes through the roof. Now adrenaline and cortisol are being pumped through your body. That's not good for right. your metabolism, for your gut health, for your overall health in life, it's not good for you. We're reteaching your brain that it is safe to talk about finances in this home. It is safe to look at a budget. It is safe to make a plan. Mm -hmm. And when something goes out of plan, we don't have to quote unquote, lose our mind anymore. We can handle it as the adults from our logical brain that we desire to be. 
Yeah. And we know like I, when I was doing a lot of research on the prefrontal cortex, writing some captions for a client and for the holistic marketing hub content library. So uh, if I don't get this right, please let me know. I'm not a brain scientist, but you know, it's like our prefrontal cortex is what makes us human. And when we are mm. stuck in survival mode, stress mode, that prefrontal cortex is not online. It no. is, we are in the lowest level of like, we call it the decision. lizard brain. Yeah. Decision-making like yep. survive yep. or yeah. The reptile, rep, reptilian <sighs> brain, literally a reptile doesn't know the difference between, you know, the shadow of a hawk versus the shadow of a leaf falling to the ground. It's going to hide under the rock, no matter what survival, mm -hmm. even though a leaf falling to the ground is only perceived threat. It, mm -hmm. It's perceived threat either way, because the hawk flying over is also real threat. It's right. going to hide under the rock. So if your whole life you're hiding under the rock, you're missing out on the beautiful sunbathing opportunities on the top of <laughs> <Yes>. the rock, <laughs> you know, like it's surviving versus thriving. So um, and how this does this tool, well, hold on, let me go here real quick, because yeah. I want to point out that I've personally used it with your guidance around physical pain, not just emotional. Yes. yes. <sighs> this is so good. So Physical pain, obviously, again, the body keeps the score. It's a great resource to look into. Another resource that I've been dabbling in is German New Medicine. That kind of takes it to a whole nother level. But basically, it's very well researched and well known that the body is going to physically respond to mental and emotional stress, period. And we can measure that by, you know, adrenaline and cortisol levels in the body and then the cascade of issues that happen from that place. We can also look at, I mean, we are spiritual beings, you know, if, if we are constantly feeling like we can't speak our mind or never being heard, it won't surprise me if suddenly you start having thyroid issues, which lives in your throat, right? There's, there's physiological responses, just like gut health, right? Our gut health shuts down and we start having gut health issues when we can't digest a trauma that we've experienced in life. It's very directly related. So, you know, looking at our physical symptoms and the anxiety that we're having, and when we trace it back to when those physical symptoms started, now we have a point in time that we can start doing the subconscious healing, which in turn may trigger the body again to remember that we are safe, which is now going to send healing messages to that place in the body that's currently on overdrive, that's having a crisis, basically, whether it's in your gut, in your thyroid, in a, in a tight muscle, if you're shouldering the world constantly on your shoulders, of course, you're going to have neck issues, right? It's like, there's a lot to this. And that's why even in my mindset membership that you can join for only 50 bucks a month, we do laser coaching on this and we dive deep into all of these different aspects of this because it is important to have someone help you connect the dots. Like, hey, where did this physical symptom first began? What was happening in your life? What were you feeling? You know, what was happening around you? What were you experiencing? Mm -hmm. What did that remind you of, if anything, from adolescence or childhood? How can we start connecting these dots so that way we can now remind the subconscious brain, not only are we safe when the house is a mess, but we are also safe when other people are perceiving the mess and the things that we believe about ourselves are the mess. Our worthiness of safety, love, and acceptance that we are tying back into the house being a mess. Like, there's lots of layers of who we define ourselves on an identity level based on outside factors in our lives. And when we do that consistently and all the time, it shows up in our body as physical symptoms.
hundred percent of the time. And remember when I had that hiatal hernia in like 2020 mm-hmm. and it would not go away. Yep. That's before you had been trained in all of this. And mm-hmm. so we didn't even go to those deeper layers. I just did a few tracks around the frustration of like, what the hell? Like, yeah. Why won't this go away? Yes. I'm waking up in pain every day. Like what's going yeah. on? And it worked and it's gone. Yeah. Well, and if you can imagine that perpetual cycle, right? For me, it looks like psoriasis and rashes. Then if I get frustrated over the rashes, now I'm sending myself back into a stressed state, which is going to perpetuate that cycle, right? It's like, so what you're doing is you're clearing the emotional reaction to the pain and you're reminding the body, okay, this is no longer something that we have to be in a survival state for, which in turn starts to calm the immune system, the inflammation, Mm. the responses of cortisol and adrenaline and hormones in the body that are saying We have to keep fighting the good fight, which is, of course, like the root of why you're experiencing symptoms in the first place. Yeah. And it's just such an easy thing. Like you said, like the the tracks are super short and they're super effective. Yeah. Matt will will say, go do your taps. Um, It's not like EFT. It's kind of like EFT. It's like EFT. I heard it described as EFT, EMDR, NLP. Yep. And hypnosis all mixed into one and CBT all had a baby. (laughs) Yes. Plus the extra layer of Orpheus itself, which which is its own element as well. Right. Right. So it's really cool because like I said, it takes all of like the science backing all these well-researched trauma therapies and puts them into one 12 to 18 minute track, depending on which one you're listening to. Some are 10 minutes, some are a little bit longer. And sometimes it takes multiple tracks. It's not like you could just have one And you can, like you could sometimes have one track and be cleared of it, but sometimes doing a track pull, especially for chronic, chronic things. Like, you know, if you're triggered because the house is messy, that's a chronic thing that's happening with layers and layers and layers of other things and other emotions that you're dealing (laughs) with. So we have to do multiple tracks. And this is where coaching and my membership, for example, can be so helpful because it's very accessible. It's 50 bucks a month. We coach through these things. So you can start to like open the lovely Pandora's box without fear of, oh my God, what's going to happen once I open all this trauma? I don't know if I want to go there. So another frequently asked question I have to get is, what if I don't remember? What if I don't remember my trauma or I don't remember my childhood or I never really had a traumatic childhood? I had a good childhood. Well, that's when we can start to look at like people pleasing tendencies and that fawn response that doesn't get as much popularity as the fight or fight flight response. Like all my people pleasers in the room, That is a stress response, period. You are trying to be safe, loved, and accepted by being a yes person, and it's causing problems in your chronic well-being, your health, your wellness. Maybe you're struggling with metabolism, gut health, stubborn weight gain, like whatever it may be, your body's probably reacting to it because of this constant need to be a yes person and to have everybody like you. That is a response which ties beautifully into wrapping this all up with Instagram, How do we get over the fear of being on camera? Because that people-pleasing piece of us that desires to be loved is really afraid to be hated on, Mm -hmm. right? So I actually did a a session with a friend of mine, Jen, and we worked on this. And she said, you know, her account blew up and she got into the habit of knowing she needs to post, but being so afraid of the responses that she would close the app immediately and have 
her fiance open the app an hour later and delete all the bad comments before she even looked at it again, because she was so unable mm-hmm. to handle the negativity and, you know, the, the feedback that it was really having an impact on her well-being and her ability to be a business owner. So we did one session together and in 75 minutes, which was well, way longer than what we needed, but we were able to do multiple tracks in that time. She brought it back to a time where she was bullied in high school and had a really severe kind of mean girls scenario. And her boyfriend cheated on her with someone else and with her best friend. And her boyfriend and her best friend were the ones that were like favored by the group when she was like, I was the one that was wronged here and I'm being shunned from my friends because I'm upset that my boyfriend and my best friend got together and everyone's choosing them over me. So that's like a really deep core wound, right? My boyfriend, my best friend, these people I trusted, they got together, cheated on me and all my friends chose them over me and I look like the quote unquote crazy girlfriend or the bad guy because I'm upset about this situation. That is like... We've all been probably through some kind of scenario like that. Yeah. And when we did the track, those memories popped up and we were able to do another track on those memories itself. And she texted Ooh. me a week later. She said, Chelsea, it's working. I got a negative comment and I have zero emotional reaction to it. I don't feel it in my body. I don't feel it in my gut. I, I feel like I can handle this. This is not that big of a yeah. deal. I can delete it. I can handle this in a way that feels appropriate and aligned with me and who I am today, rather than reverting back to that 15-year-old self that just immediately went into a protective state. Yeah. And I want to point out that like the very first couple of times I did this, one thing I don't like about it is he, and I get why they do this. They say like, rate it, you know, on a scale of one to 10 or zero to 10. And they'll be like, okay, after the track is done, they'll be like, okay, rate it again on a scale of zero to 10. And I think I was like expecting some giant shift then. And there is some, but it really comes like the next day to me. And you're like, huh, I didn't think about that anymore. Like, yeah. And I love that you said that. Well, I was just going to say, and also it doesn't have to be some crazy traumatic event. Remember Chelsea, like we've uncovered my frustration with exercise, if I don't have the form just right or whatever, like I get super pissed off. Like I'm talking pissed. And if you know me, like I don't get mad. Like I really don't. And I get so angry if I can't get the form right. And I like, don't understand what the instructor's telling me to do. I'm like, I don't (sighs) like, I shut down. I shut down. I'm done. Yes. And it keeps me from exercising. Like I should And so we like tracked it back to like when I was like two years old, we still literally have it on camera. That's why I know this is like a core memory because I have it. My mom has it. We had one of those giant camcorders, you know, I'm trying to learn how to hop on one foot and I can't do it. And my brother's teasing me and I like throw a fit and everybody's laughing at me because I can't hop on one foot. And it's so funny because it's not really like a trauma into what you think of as. But for your two-year-old brain, that was traumatic. You're trying to learn something new. Your friends and family are laughing at you. You're perceiving that, oh my God, the family is going to shun me because I can't hop on one foot. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Literally. I mean, this is a real, this is I know. a real thing. And it's, it's funny. Like I laugh only because it's like, I think we hear the word trauma and we think like, oh, I'm, I saw my dog get hit by a car, which yes, that yes. is trauma too, but it doesn't have to be that deep. Like, right. You know, we even tracked, remember the back to like with my troubles with acne, like we tracked back to like me cutting my bangs way too short and being really embarrassed about yes. my haircut and like feeling yes. like 
I didn't want to go to school, you know? Yep. It's just like, it's, it's, oh, it's really it's cool. wild. So let's wrap it up on like, how can people get access to this, this therapy? Like, what do we do? Yeah. I think you always say like, you have a fit, like you sit in the trunk, like, yeah, you have, and it can be something you do proactively. It doesn't have to yes. be like, it could be like, I Hurt. know I'm going to feel this way if I get yes. a mean comment. If you want to like dive deep into the nitty gritty of this, go listen to my free mastermind. I've got it linked. It's like a whole nother hour on the science of all of this Yeah, is sorry. Masterclass. It's a free masterclass linked on my bio on your gutsy gal Instagram. We'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. I really dive deep into all of like how it works and how you do it, but you know, go to Orpheus mind tech, get the app, use my discount code Orpheus Chelsea. Again, that's not an affiliate link. It's just to give you a discounted first month so you can try it out. And start with like a recent trigger. So for example, if you're working through this fear of showing up on camera, start with that. So what I would recommend is you want to feel the feelings. You're going to have to bring it up, right? Say you're going to create, the next time you go to create something and you feel resistant to it, hit play on the track and have a fit about being on camera while listening to the track. What does that mean? Feel fearful, frustrated, whatever emotions that you're feeling, like the layers of emotions, it's important to pinpoint an emotion. Okay, so if you're resistant to showing up on camera on Instagram, what's actually the emotion underneath it? Fear that people have negative comments, uh, embarrassment, you know, whatever it may be that that emotion underneath, feel that feeling in your body and hit play for 12 minutes and do as you're instructed. And then you'll just notice, notice the memories that pop up, the thoughts that pop up, take a few minutes to jot them down. And if you want more coaching on it, let me help you. Like come into my membership for 50 bucks a month. But ultimately, like you can do this work with this app. You could literally work through this fear of showing up on camera on your own. Now you may hit a, 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 you know, a block where you're like, okay, I've kind of gotten over the fear of showing up on camera, but this is the next layer of my growth that I'm still trying to work on. And I can't quite figure out how to get through this next roadblock. Again, it's subconscious. I think this is part of like God's gift that has imposed on me as a coach. Like it's a lot easier for me to see your process from the outside than it is for you to see your own subconscious mind. Like if we hop on Mm -hmm. a call, Molly, how many times has it been within 10 minutes? I'm like, oh, but wait, have you considered this or I'm hearing you say this and you're like oh my god I didn't even realize that that's what I was saying I'll be like oh that just popped up like (laughs) I didn't even remember that yeah yeah and we'll link to like if you're not ready to like jump into a commitment like Chelsea's got health agency which I love because that also combines like the clinical like yeah she's got a registered dietitian on staff you can do a GI map test like I'm working through an H pylori protocol right now so if you don't want to like commit to that like I would I mean even just you, I mean, I've known you for years and I still pay you for your one-on-one time, like your one-on-one calls, because I feel like, like I stopped, not that I'm telling people to stop going to therapy. I, but I did only because I felt like I could accomplish so much more in one session with you than I could in like three months of therapy. Well, and there's a reason for that. And I even talk about this in my masterclass, right? This is wonderful work to do alongside therapy if you're brand new to therapy. But if you've been in therapy for 20 plus years and you feel like you're just telling the story, telling the story, telling the story, that's because cognitive behavioral therapy is very forebrain activated. You're in your logical brain telling the story about what you perceived happened and the emotions that you feel about it. But you're not able to really like bust through the, you know, the subconscious reaction you're still like, 
even though we know better, know better. It's this, it's the perfect example of a stranger on the internet said something nasty to me. I know better. I know I shouldn't care quote unquote, but I'm still having this emotional response. That's where the subconscious therapy is going to be life-changing because now on a nervous system level, we're breaking the neuroplastic wires that have fired together in your brain for years and years and years. And we're creating new neuroplastic wires in your brain. Neuroplasticity is showing us, right? Neurons that fire together, wire together. We're breaking those old wires that say on a subconscious level, when I'm triggered, this is how I should respond. Heart increase, you know, stomach drop, sweaty pits, freaking out versus I know better. And now my nervous system is on board as well. My nervous system now knows better. My subconscious mind understands that this is not a real threat. Now I can tell the story without my chest flushing, without my armpit sweating and without (laughs) going into like a total tizzy about the house being a mess or about a nasty comment on Instagram. I love it. Chelsea. Where's the best place to connect with you? Your Gutsy Gal on Your Instagram? Gutsy Gal on Instagram. And in my bio, I've linked my free masterclass. I've got my membership for 50 bucks a month. And then, of course, if you want to deep dive into mindset and gut health, join us at the Gut Health Agency. That's our High Touch Point one-on-one program. Yep. And Chelsea's going to come do a class. We haven't worked out all the details of that yet. Maybe by the time this goes live, we'll have that. But she's going to come do a class for my people as well. Yes. I can't wait to do that. It's going to be amazing. Thanks, Chelsea. Molly. This was awesome. I love you. Thank you so much for spending uh, two hours of your day with me. It's my favorite (laughs) thing to do. We would have done this anyway, so we might as well put it to good use and share it with the world. (laughs) Right. It's like our boxer conversation in podcast form. It is. Okay. Thank you so much, Chels. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Holistic Marketing Simplified, brought to you by Holistic Marketing Hub, our hybrid program that supports you with personalized coaching, caption templates, and virtual classrooms. In this program, we teach health and wellness professionals how to fish, but we also bait their hook. Head to holisticmarketinghub.com to learn more and use code podcast for $100 off. And hey, you know how every podcaster at the very end of their episode asks you to rate and review their podcast? Well, that's because it's super important. These podcasts take a lot of time and heart and effort to produce to bring you free information. So in order for me to be able to continue doing that, we need more people to find out about the show. So if you could, please just take like two minutes out of your very busy day to leave me a rating and share this on your Instagram stories and tag at Molly A. Cahill. That's C-A-H-I-L-L. I would greatly, greatly appreciate your support. I truly appreciate you so much. I know your time is valuable and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Premium.